Messi! It is the cleanest of clean finishes from the best on the planet. It's time for the biggest sports stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such, such thuggish behaviour. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world in front of any player in the world and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's CFM Sport. Let's join the team for the biggest show in the world of sport on CFM Stereo. My station, your station. Monday evenings don't get better than this. An opportunity to pick apart uh, the weekend that was in the world of sport, local as well as international. Good evening, Zimbabwe. Welcome to ZFM Sport. And this evening, you're in the company of Barry Manandi, Alois Bunjira, Mike Madoda, and our producer, Sean Tafirinik. Unfortunately, Chris won't be joining us this evening. We hope she'll be back on the show tomorrow. Top hit Tuesday. One of the top stories you can look forward to on Manic Monday on the home front or rounder Sean Williams says Zimbabwe need to do the basics well as the Chevron's hopes of reaching the semi-finals of the ICC Men's T20 World Cup suffered a major blow after losing by three runs to the Tigers of Bangladesh in an exciting game at the iconic Gabba in Brisbane yesterday. In the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League, Dynamo's coach Tonirai Stanzandiraya says his side need to win their remaining games as the Glamour Boys dented their hopes of salvaging a run-up finish following their drab goalless draw with fierce rivals Highlanders at the National Sports Stadium yesterday. Today. And in around the world in 60, we have updates from New Zealand, the United States, as well as Mexico. In the Castellago World Football Report, Manchester United forward Marcus Rashford, who scored the winner in the Red Devils' victory over West Ham, says there is a different energy at the club now that he's feeling fully motivated after poor performances last season cast doubt about his future at Old Trafford. In La Liga, Carlo Ancelotti says an invented penalty cost Real Madrid all three points in a draw with Girona last night and in Serie A AC Milan head coach Stefano Pioli admitted to being disappointed with the side's performance as their unbeaten away league run ended against Torino. The Home Front Local Sports News and Analysis All right, let's give you a local sports news roundup before we get into the meat of the matter. Let's start with golf news. Zimbabwe Robson Chinoy enhances his growing status as one of the rising golfing stars on the continent after cruising to a dominant 10-shot victory in Uganda Open on Saturday. The informed player, who has already won the Kinshasa and Lubumbashi Open in recent weeks, was simply in a class of his own in the star-studded field, which featured some of Africa's leading players on the safari tour. On to rugby news, Zimbabwe's Zimbabwean clubs dominated the Z- Zambia Independence Rugby Sevens Challenge uh, with FC Raiders successfully defending their title in the women's category while Harare Sports Club emerged victorious in the men's category in the competition which was played in Lusaka on Saturday. Harare Sports Club capped off a successful tour by defeating Zambian side Buffaloes 29-10 in the final while FC FS Raiders uh, beat Old Georgians 31-0 in an all-Zimbabwe final. We wrap it up with boxing news. Kurokwashi take Mani Chiwandire will face Mexican Yamalith 
with Mercado uh, for the World Boxing Council WBC Super Bantamweight main title after Mercado defended her crown on Saturday night. Chiwandire, who became the mandatory challenger for the prestigious gong following the successful defense of her WBC interim strike uh, against another Mexican, Zuliana Munoz, a fortnight ago in Harare, has been waiting to know her next opponent for the Apex belt. The Warriors, the Chevrons, the Cheetahs, the Mighty Warriors, and the Sables. From the pool to the track to the field, we are Team Zimbabwe. Right, let's get into the top story and we are talking a cricket all round. Sean Williams says Zimbabwe need to do the basics well as the Chevron's hopes of reaching the semi-finals of the ICC Men's T20 World Cup suffered a major blow after losing by three runs against the Tigers of Bangladesh in an exciting game at the iconic Gabba in Brisbane yesterday. Zimbabwe's defeat was their first in the Super 12 after seeing their game with South Africa abandoned before they had stunned Pakistan by one run in a last ball. Let's give you the tale of the tape. Um, Bangladesh 154-7 on the back of Najimul Hossain Shanto, who made a brilliant 71. And then the pick of the bowlers uh, for the Chevrons. A blessing was Zarabani, 2 for 13. And Ngarava, 2 for 24. Zimbabwe in reply in the chase. 147 for 8, falling short by three runs. Sean Williams, 64. He was the backbone of the attempted chase. Ryan Bell, 27 at the end. But the bowlers that did the damage, predominantly Taksin Ahmed, 3 for 19. We couldn't stand up to his pace. Mr. Fuzior Rahman, 2 for 19. And Mossadegh Hossein, 2 for 34. Now let's get the post-match thoughts of Chevron's all-rounder, Sean Williams. We, we try and take things day by day. You know, what's gone, you know, we can't change anything from that. And, and just... Going back to the basics and, and sticking to what we do best is, is our strengths and that's what we try to do. We can still carry on going up. <laughs> it's only one way to go and that's to continue learning and to continue growing. I think this squad that we've got here is, is an excellent bunch of people and human beings and you know it's all about each other and it's not about individuals and I think that's the most important thing. From when I first started playing until today, um, walking into this dressing room definitely puts a smile on my face even before I even get there in the hotel room and packing my stuff <laughs> it's exciting to get into this dressing room and do training and it's just, it's just there's a different aura about it um, and yeah this team can go places it's the attitude that this team brings into into certain things where things we might may not have been dealt dealt the best of cards um, but the attitude that they bring to facing a situation like that they're always bringing out the positive in something no matter how bad something is and that for me is huge um you know just speaks volumes of them as an as as individuals and as a group of players as well and that sets a very big example for people coming through um and i think i think they're going to go far Sean Williams uh, speaking after the game there and uh, he speaks glowingly Barry about the attitude of the Chevrons uh, the individual players the collective unit uh, how much uh, the vibe you know as the, the youngsters uh, like to put it this, uh, these days uh, is so much better uh, around uh, this Marble National Cricket Team but when you take a look back at this game as an individual match, you have to say that there was an opportunity to loss here because this was a game 
that was winnable and a game that should have been won. Hugely, hugely, a massive opportunity missed uh, because you can look through the scorecard and look at the batters and their performance and chiefly among them uh, Raza with his duck and you'll say to yourself, could we not find the three runs in there? Yeah, hindsight is 20-20. Uh, but in truth, I think we gave away uh, wickets cheaply. We also were, weren't great in the field. So when he talks about doing the, the when the captain talks about doing, uh, when he, uh, Sean Williams uh, talks about doing the basics right, I think he's spot on in that regard the vibe great it, it should continue that way but at the first and foremost level you are a cricketer you need to execute the basics correctly and this is a massive opportunity missed because this is a world cup yeah. and and you, you you probably only get one bite at this cherry um, with, so with, with face actually having uh, dealt it's a good hand versus the protest a game that we were destined to lose, to lose. we got one point from there yeah. uh, and what would have been a heavy defeat and of course a, a blight on our net run rate yeah. uh, really wasn't loaded on us so no. we got that very valuable point so yeah. that goes on to beat India we shall yeah. talk about that a bit later on we had a fantastic opportunity to go top of that group yes uh, heading into the last couple of matches 100%. and depending on which way the weather rolled yeah. Uh, yeah. into the different towns and venues uh, in Australia we could have been uh, in a position where we could have had an outside chance even a good chance of making it to the semi-finals you talked about two things Barry yeah. the fact that look the, our, our opening batsmen yeah. have not done us any favours whatsoever throughout the tournament and indeed even in matches preceding the tournament yeah. the opening combination and of course just the top order performances have been something to worry about and it looks like it's a problem that we haven't fixed for the World Cup yeah, yeah. and looks like it's something that Zimbabwe cricket has got to look at fixing uh, our selectors certainly and our coach have yeah. got a challenge on their hands there yeah it's, it's, it's just uh, like in this game it's, it's just one day where we won't get the get out of jail card because we almost got it here uh, and and uh, uh, yet again we would have gotten over the line when nobody expected us to and it's chiefly because of the reason you speak about we don't have a platform we have nothing to build upon during the power play we lose four five wickets uh, you're already putting yourself against and, is, and behind is that the what's ball. putting pressure on Raza I'm not making excuses for him sure, but we sure. have to talk about Raza's performances sure. now in as much as we will of course sing the man's praise uh, when he does well and we have done that mm. but I think he's also got to take stick when he doesn't exactly do well and if you take a look at the manner in which he's lost his wicket in a few of the matches yep. that we have played yeah. it's been nothing short of sheer arrogance it has and, and poor he... shot selection yep. just and, like in this match and that premature. was an injudicious shot to try and play if you take a look at the match circumstances yeah, he could, yeah, have yeah. Been a, could have been a bit more circumspect yep. he's the type of batsman that has got the hitting power so he would have caught up he would have yeah and 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 the thing is that i think raza yes he watched the video that uh, ricky ponting did of him but he also needs to watch the video that andy flower did of the whole team mm. andy flower spoke very very deliberately about being in control and not being frenetic raza is beginning to play cricket in a frenetic fashion particularly as batting and that's causing us to have the problems that we're having he needs to get himself in and then begin to open up he he wants to go first ball over the top six. That's not. Listen, it's not. It may happen, but don't, 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 don't try it first. And just to put a bit of context to that, you know, because there, there's sort of like two types of T20 uh, batsmen, especially the ones that make an impact. Sure. You know, the frenetic batsman is your Glenn yeah. Maxwell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Glenn Maxwell can go off. Yeah. And uh, he's kick off virtually ball, yeah. unstoppable. Yeah. Okay. But the problem is, 50% of the time he fails. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he just 
isn't, you know what, reading the game well, reading the match situation well, then you have players like your your Virat Kohli's, mm. you have players like your Kane Williamson, then you've got players like your A.B. De Villiers in different uh, generation who are able to, you know what, gauge, read the match situation, yeah. work their way into an innings, yeah. and then really take off when it was necessary. And mm. I think Raza has got to look at the A.B. De Villiers model yeah. a lot more than the Glenn Maxwell model. But look at look at look at the position which uh, Glenn Maxwell plays. He's 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 batting down at seven. He's your finisher. Mm. Okay, he's out there to finish a game. Raza's batting four, five, and six. So you you've got you got responsibilities in that position on the batting lineup. So you. You can't then want to tee off <laughs> first ball. You've got to, like you talked about, the context of the game, understanding that mm. and getting it. And we love the one fifty was gettable. That was very gettable. Par. Very gettable. It was uh, below par, and we could have got there. Uh, unfortunately, we're talking about shoulda, woulda, coulda. And now we've got to beat Netherlands. We got to beat <laughs> India. Well, <laughs> it's 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 looking under, unlikely. We, we, we got our our calculators out again. I want to bring Alois into this conversation because you know what we, we, we talked about Raza and the possibility of arrogance creeping into the game uh, Alois of course you played a professional sport at this era different sport of course in football but do you keep an eye on the headlines do you listen to the pundits uh, were you listening to them were you reading the Herald for example the South African newspapers were you grabbing a copy of kickoff uh, you know <laughs> what is it as, 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 as a professional athlete you know does that affect the way you approach your games uh, does it influence you yeah it does it does I would read like almost all the newspapers you want to see what they're saying what if especially after a good game you know you wanna you wanna see you wanna you wanna really see the, the congratulatory messages or the mm. praises you know it actually helps with your with with, with your game as well actually with the confidence the confidence it brings this positive uh attitude but it's there's a thin line yes I was, I was gonna ask that because yes. can that confidence become overconfidence yes. when, when for example a, there's, there's an expectation Kuti, yes Alois is the star Alois has to score. Yeah, and then you want to try and do that all the time. Yeah, there's a there's a thin line now that you might actually forget that you're playing for the team mm. and mm. you want to play for yourself. You know, once you start doing that now, it it creates a very big problem for the for the team because at times you don't want to pass because you want to you want the, the glory, you want that other headline again. But if you are level-headed, you can actually chill and know that you can still do it in the context of the team. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, uh, we're hoping that Zimbabwe will be able to pull finger, as it were, yeah. and put in two big <laughs> performances. And hopefully we have got a chance of making the semi-finals of uh, the Cricket uh, T20 World Cup, which would be a phenomenal achievement phenomenal. considering where Zimbabwe was 6, 9, 12, 18 months ago. Now, let's take, of course, a look at uh, what's happening at the World Cup. Uh, Glenn Phillips blazed 104 from 64 balls as New Zealand recovered from a stuttering start to all overwhelmed Sri Lanka by 65 runs in Sydney. And then earlier today, Australia sealed a 42-run win over Ireland to propel themselves above England in the Super 12s. How do things look in the different groups? In Group 1, New Zealand leading the way. They have five points. They've been joined by Australia. England have got three points. Ireland also have three points. And Sri Lanka and Afghanistan have got two points. But there's a big game that's on tomorrow. It's England versus New Zealand. And depending on how things go in that game, they could, of course, flow in the way of Australia, the host. In Group T, South Africa leading the way. 
five points. India have four. Bangladesh also have four points. Then Zimbabwe have three in fourth place. Pakistan have been underwhelming in this tournament. They got two points. And then the Netherlands are, of course, shakers. They got zero points from their three matches played. I talked about that England versus New Zealand game. That's the second game that's on tomorrow. But before that, we have a nice appetizer. It's Afghanistan taking on Sri Lanka. From Rufaro to Barberfield, Mandawa to Nyamunga, all the perfect moments in the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League come together on ZFM Sport. All right, let's continue with local sport. And this time we're talking about the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League where Dynamo's coach Tundera Indirai says his side need to win their remaining games as the Glamour Boys dented their hopes of salvaging a runner-up finish following their drab goalless draw with fierce rivals Highlanders at the National Sports Stadium yesterday. Dynamo's draw coupled with Chicken Inn's last gasp 2-1 win over Makepeke Caps United. So the Gamecocks leapfrog Dimbare to second position on the table with just two games remaining. Let's hear from Tondera Indiraya, the Dynamos coach. We also consider that we were um, chasing chicken in, so to speak, today. But um, we, we couldn't get maximum points. But um, um, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with the point. I'm happy with the point. But uh, we really need to put our egg together and, and make sure that we, we collect maximum points in the next uh, two games which are coming. Not easy, difficult, but... Uh, that's, that's part of the game. That's part of the game. We have to uh, we have to, to be up to the challenge and make sure that we we finish the season uh, on a high. Z. Alois Tundra talking about finishing the season on a high, but you've got to say that uh, Dynamos is not exhibiting the form that's required to do that. Yeah, they're definitely not. You know, if you judge by the way they played uh, this uh, this past weekend, yesterday for for that matter, it doesn't inspire at all. You know, I, I, I wasn't impressed with the with the whole game, even even at Highlanders as well. I think the, the major was very tough to finish it on a high. You need to 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 inspire. You gotta want you know, it. Yeah, you need to inspire. You, you, you must want. You, you must see. You must see the hunger that you know. This is a team that is that is trying to finish uh, on a high. But I didn't see that yesterday. I don't know, maybe the last two games, I think the two games left now. We might just pick up. We are hoping. Because, yeah, but at the moment, it's a low. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not going to happen. Barry, I mean, listen, and I say this uh, without exaggerating. For me, that's the worst game of football I've watched in the Premier League. Yeah, yeah this season. Yeah, never mind the names that were there. And these are two of the biggest teams in the country. Biggest it match. was the biggest match <laughs> in, in, in the league. This is our Kaiser Chiefs versus Land Party. Yeah. Zamalek versus Al-Akhli. Oh, and there's Dynamos versus Highlanders. And it was a drab affair. In truth, we could have snoozed and we wouldn't have missed much. That that was the challenge. And and there was first no one First shot of target, 61st minute. 61st Not minute. a single shot on target in the first half. And there was a speculative Imagine. effort from outside the the box. That's what football should be all about: attacking and mischance. Especially scoring. a game of this That's nature. What we want to That's and, and 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 a derby like this should start at frenetic pace. Yeah, it should like be tackles flying in. I can't recall us seeing any sort of it, bite. It, it looked in like that a practice game. match. It looked like a practice match. Um, I saw one player on the field though who really wanted it, and it was King Nadolo. Yeah. Um, for whatever reason, because I think I look, I don't have his, his uh, appearance for statistics, but I think he's got less than five starts this entire season. 
So perhaps he had fire in his belly to try and show that he deserved to be on that field. But he was the only one who shone through. Perhaps and divine Mindira, but he played. He played within himself. He was he was exhibiting what we know of him. He's a class, talented midfielder, and so we saw that. But those two players, apart from that, there was nothing to even write home about uh, that we went to a football match. Right. Uh, let's turn our attention to the other end of the log table, and that is in the relegation dogfight, which has taken a new twist because Bulawayo City staged a smash and grab one nil victory over nearest rival ZPC Kariba at Nyamunga on Saturday. On the same day, the National Sports Stadium Harare City did themselves no favours as they were restricted to a one-all draw by relegated Wawa. How do things look like at the bottom? Wawa, of course, relegated. Tenex are gone. Then Harare City are on 29 points. They need something like a minor miracle now to survive. Harare City are all but gone. But Bulawaya City, they live to fight another day. They're on 33 points, while ZPC Kariba are just two points ahead on 35, with Yada three points ahead on 37. Cranbourne Bullets, um, Yada 36, I mean, and Cranbourne Bullets on 37, meaning that they are all within reach. They haven't yet survived mathematically. you got to commend Alois, the fighting spirit of Bulawayo City. Uh, they keep fighting. They got that uh, three points versus Dynamos, uh, and it seems to have instilled some sort of belief and confidence that, you know what, hang on, we can match these teams. If we can beat Dimbare, we can go to places like Nyamunga and win. Yo, yo, you know, they, I'm, I'm sure they wish that they had that spirit at the beginning of the season or especially in the middle <laughs> mm. of the season. That's where they dropped a lot of points yeah. right in the middle of the of the season. And then they just woke up and saw themselves in the relegation zone. Maybe they just decided, you know what, but we can actually fight. They've got a good, a good side. They are now collecting very valuable Funded points. Funded by Malawi yeah. City Council. Yeah, yeah. So exactly. There's financial yeah. stability yeah. there. There was a time. There was a time when you looked at the log. I think maybe six games ago, you would think, ah, they're gone. Yeah, they're gone. Because they were playing so badly. Yeah. And they were not looking like they were going to get any points. So it was more like, ah, these ones are gone. You know, it was just Harare City yeah. that we thought maybe they can they can still survive. But for City, they just... You know what, Alois? You know what? It, it, sorry to, to, to yeah. button, but it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, I think it's a momentum thing, and and in truth, you can have negative inertia, you can have positive inertia. Yeah. So you can you can start to get good results. So like you point out, Mike, uh, that that result against Dynamo sort of gave them the, the, the wind yeah. beneath their their wings. Um, I think it was the same in the middle of the of of the season uh, when it was going the other direction. Yeah. Now they better hope that this can take them into the last two games, and who knows? Because okay, so so yeah. I want to hear from you guys, okay? Uh, who you guys are tipping to survive because I want to first of all give you the next match day fixtures because sure. I think then yeah. that sort of like uh, adds some perspective uh, sure. to of course um, uh, the situation here uh, because right now again I will repeat of course uh, that um, Bulawayo City they've got 33 points they're sitting in the fourth and final relegation spot so they've got 33 points and then ZPC Kariba they are two points clear on 35 points Yada three points clear on 36 the fixtures for this coming match day i think this is when it will be decided i think it'll be decided <laughs> this us. weekend right <laughs> yeah. let me tell you yada plays chicken in at the national sports Yo. stadium that's on friday they'll know early yeah. <laughs> if they're going to yes. be sweating it out <laughs> exactly. on the final match yes. day and then bulawa your city okay they are going to be playing harare city 
Shucks. This is at Barber Fields. Shucks. That's a six-pointer. Arara City have to win this. Otherwise, they go down. Yeah. It's it's as simple as that. Either they win or they go down. So it's it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy, this one for Bulawayo City. And then ZPC Kariba. Mm, they are going to be on the road. Mm. They're at Barber Fields mm. to take on Highlanders on <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> ah, no. That love says something. <laughs> ah, so now, based on the next match day, Alois, who stays up? Who goes down? Based on the match day, this next match day, I'm afraid uh, ZPC Kariba might go down. Might go down. Might yeah, might go down because Blower City might just sneak it against yeah. Arana City. Yes. Okay. That's that's right, Barry. I you laughed. I, yeah, <laughs> I think I think it's going to the final match day, and uh, I know it's weird to say, but I think Yada's going. You reckon Yada? I think Yada. Yeah, either Yada or ZPC. I think Yada. 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 So, so you guys are all saying you know Blower City is going to Yeah, they're going to survive. Well, yeah. tell us guys, what do you think? Do you agree with uh, Barry and Alois? Zero seven three one is the number. Zero seven three one one six eight zero four five. That's the number. Zero seven three one one six eight zero four five. Barry tipping Yada to go down after match day thirty four. Alois saying that you know what? By the end of match day thirty three, ZPC Kariba could well be in the relegation zone. Bulawayo City look like they got wind in their sails and momentum to go with them. Send us a message on Twitter and Facebook as well if you can at ZFM Sport. Coming up, we take you around the world in 60 with a bit of a breather. Our play of the day music from Nicky Genius featuring Toki Vibes. You don't want to miss that. Hi, my name is Rudy Nishamba, my Toria's super striker. You're listening to ZFM Sports. Around the world in 60 seconds. International sports news. Well, we take off in New Zealand where England insist they have no plans to change their forward-dominated game plan after a 41-5 win against Australia set up a Women's Rugby World Cup semi-final against Canada who beat the United States 32-11 in their quarter-finals. Uh, defending champions New Zealand hammered Wales 55-3 to set up a semi-final with France who defeated Italy 39-3. In the United States, LeBron James scored 26 points and Anthony Davis uh, added 23 to help the LA Lakers to their first win of the season with one 121 to 110 victory over the Denver Nuggets. Yes, I said it. First win of the season. Uh, Russell Westbrook had 18 points for the Lakers who had lost their first five games of the season under first year head coach Darwin Ham. In Mexico, Max Verstappen claimed to hit a record 14th victory of his extraordinary 2022 uh, season after comfortably seeing off the challenge of Lewis Hamilton and Mercedes at the Mexico City Grand Prix. The race while billed as Mercedes' big chance of the season to break their duck was instead dominated by the double world champion who held off the silver arrows at the start and then characteristically stormed away. Don't miss full details on tomorrow's show in the Zamoko Formula 1 report brought to you by Zamoko. Get in touch with the team and have your say your way. Operator. Right.
right, uh, this is the Fan Zone. A chance for you to have your say, your way on the show. That's uh, for the fans. 0731-168-045. Keep your messages coming in. Hi, ZFM Sports Team. May you kindly start previewing World Cup teams, perhaps venues, how much each team will earn, ETC, ETC. <laughs> That's coming from K's by GV7. Oh, it uh, is, but oh, you know, the leagues are still on. The leagues are still on. We're going to do a comprehensive uh, build-up to the World Cup. Uh, so, Kays, don't worry. We, we got you covered, buddy. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, uh, <laughs> I think this is going to be a very lucrative World Cup because, you know, it's, it's, it's said to be the biggest one yet. Uh, and so, uh, as soon as FIFA release the official figures, we'll let you know. Uh, we're not going to speculate much. You know, some of the stuff that goes around in the media is really speculation. It is. Uh, and we'll feed yeah. you, of course, uh, with the official, official uh, news that is coming out of FIFA headquarters. More messages coming in here. Hi, guys. It's Prince in Chitunguiza. And as much as we are disappointed with the Chevrons uh, that they lost versus Bangladesh, we have seen improvements. I mean, we lost by three yes, runs. Sure. We should be proud. Um, okay, I hear his point. Yes, and, but and we take it at on board. A, at a World Cup tournament, though, mm. the fact is we lost. Yes. Mm. When you get that close... At a World Cup, and and we want to contextualize it. Look, we're not being a wet blanket and trying to say, ah, you mm. know, just be naysayers. What we're saying is that when you're at a World Cup and you get within three runs, finish the job off. Especially yes. when on the last ball you just need a boundary, or at the very minimum you need to get it far enough at a huge, huge gap to, to run your three. So, yeah. so we we could have done something, you know, yeah. get bat on ball. Don't try yes. and double step the the second last ball yeah. and hit it out of the park. I know you've just done that the previous ball but just get bat on ball, ball. that's all and, and and you know we acknowledge that the team did well yeah but we cannot then say we are proud yeah you know proud being proud is not like we are thinking mm. we, 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 opportunity. we need to get it into our heads that we could have done better yeah absolutely uh and good evening sports team good analysis there on raza's approach to the game sure could have been done in that latest match tonde should just be a pr officer i think he's talking about dimbari here <laughs> and then he goes on to the english speak guns potter's bubble had to finally burst ironically against a team he built uh thank you so much uh, for that message uh the messages are coming in anzi Bulawayo City to edge Harare City 1-0. That's MC in Glenora. Uh, more local football. Hi there, guys. I feel pity for ZPC Kariba. Borso needs to cement a top four finish because Ngezi, Ngezi is breathing down their neck. It's a must win for both. I see Borso prevailing. That is uh, Setoboli in uh, Bulawayo. I can tell you that Ngezi is no longer breathing uh, down Highlanders neck. Highlanders is the one that's breathing down Ngezi's <laughs> neck because Ngezi now is in the top four. Yeah. Uh, after they, they, of course, crept into the top four this past weekend. Highlanders are now a point behind Ngezi. So uh, Highlanders are the ones doing the chasing. If Ngezi win their final two matches, it's curtains. It's they will finish yeah, in the top uh, four. And it will be uh, a credible uh, achievement, Barry, for Take Show Chirag. Uh Credible re- return as well as uh, probably the best job interview uh, that he could have done to, to, to get the job on, on, a, on a full-time basis. And uh, I'll be very surprised if they don't give him the job because he's done enough to be given it. Uh, hi guys, I like your show. Happy with Man United yesterday. It's Pipilo from Osborne Der Dam. Thank you so much for getting us. And then we'll wrap it up with this message. As hello guys, I hear FIFA has invited Kamambo and his team to the World Cup. 
showpiece. What does this mean to Zimbabwe football and this animal called ASRC? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think I think it was just that you know invitations go out to uh, no, everybody. No, it's a mailing list. No, it's not a mailing list, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mailing list. It's a mailing list, Come on, it's no. a mailing list. And he's not off Sorry. the mailing list, guys. That's why they keep responding. Why? To he's not off the ma- the mailing list. Why? Because, it, because he's, rec- he's recognized him. It's, it's, it's a cycle. That's yes. screw up. It's a cycle. But he's in those Anyway, let's talk international football. <laughs> your, your hit mu- music station. My station. Your station. It's everybody's station. Z FM Stereo. The Corsolada Premier Soccer League. La Liga. Serie A. The English Premier League, the Bundesliga. It all comes together with the Castle on the Castle Lager World Football Report. All right, your Premier League results over the weekend. Manchester City, good road winner over Leicester City. 1-0 winners there. Ooh, a what top a free kick. What a yeah, Kevin what a made. Kevin De Bruyne, uh, he is some player, that boy. And then Tottenham Hotspur coming from the dead uh, to win 3-2 over Bournemouth. Uh, Brentford, one all uh, draw with Wolves. A while Brighton uh, massacred <laughs> uh, Chelsea 4-1. Uh, Graham Potter with his first loss as Chelsea head coach. Uh, Chris Pass, 1-0 winners over Southampton, while Newcastle... Uh, keep marching on 4-0 winners over Aston Villa put some respect on Eddie Howe's name mm. uh, Fulham nil all draw with Everton uh, Leeds upending Liverpool at Anfield the first loss for Liverpool having an over 70 games 2-1 uh, winners uh, Leeds ran out and then Arsenal 5-0 winners over Nottingham Forest that's what you do to a team that's at the bottom of the table beat them 5 but the match we want to talk about Manchester United forward Marcus Rashford who scored the winner in the Red Devils 1-0 victory over West Ham says there's a different energy at the club now and that he is feeling fully motivated after poor performances last season cast doubt about his future at Old Trafford. I don't think we played our best today but I think if we want to if we want to reach our ambitions for the season then we're going to have to win games like that so um, we obviously want to perform better but it's nice to win in that way as well. To be honest it's a completely different energy um, around the whole the, the club and the, the training round and stuff like that so that for a start puts me in a better headspace um, and I just feel really motivated now last year I think I struggled at times um, more just mental things um, not really you know my own performance it was it was other things off the pitch Z. Uh, Marcus Rashford talking about the change in energy uh, at the football club it's, it's, it's bound to be positive uh, they're winning football matches yeah, I, I think for him, you know, he, he described himself very well because we always talked about it that there's something wrong with Rashford. Even his body language in, sure. in, in the matches last season, it was off, you know. But now you can actually see that he wants it, and people thought that he was gonna be offloaded. And we kept on saying, no, he's too talented to be to be offloaded. He is a very good player. He just needs a, a, a change of scene, scenery. I think with the with the coming in of Ten Hag, of Ten Hag, yeah, he just rejuvenated. It. And you can actually see that Ten Hag believes in this boy. Yeah, he does. He, he is actually him. taking him as his number one striker yeah. at the moment. So you can see that he is now repaying. Well, you know, they, they've got a very good connection. He scored his 100th goal for the for the club uh, over yeah. the weekend. That 1-0, uh, uh, the goal that won them the game against uh, West Ham. And that's that's also going to give him a bit of a boost, uh, is it, to uh, Marcus Rashford. Now, obviously, playing for, uh, hopefully, a role in, in Qatar. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think uh, he is uh, putting in the type of performance 
performances that will ensure that he's on the plane to Qatar mm. uh, for England. I think he's a good option uh, for England and the way that England would like to play. Yep. Uh, he's never going to play right through the middle uh, because Harry Kane will occupy that position. But when you take a look at those that will play next to Harry Kane, yeah. uh, you certainly have your Raheem Sterling, who's never put a foot wrong for England. Yep. Uh, he might be not in great form for Chelsea, for Chelsea uh, yeah. but whenever he pulls on that England jumper, always performs well. And then you'd love to have uh, Marcus Rashford uh, playing uh, in that uh, thing, a uh, three-pronged attack, yeah. uh, either him or Jadon Sancho, but Sancho. the options are there. And, Saka to come yeah, off the Saka bench. As well. uh, and I think uh, now Saka's been Saka's injured been as well. Injured, yeah. uh, so I think it'll be important that uh, the likes of Rashford are able to stay injury-free mm. uh, heading into Qatar, because uh, injuries, I think, are going to be a big part of the narrative in these final two weeks uh, are, yeah. before mm. uh, the tournament starts. So great uh, for Marcus Rashford after the last two years where he's had to enjoy a lot of criticism uh, and himself uh, you know doubting himself there, were, there was even yeah. talk that uh, he should be leaving Manchester United yeah, but he's... now he's increasingly looking like you know what especially with the pressure and the talk around Ronaldo, mm. I think he's justifying his presence in the team, in the team with yeah. performances. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, doing a job uh, for Ten Hag and for Manchester United. So uh, the inconsistent Rashford becoming consistent, also becoming consistent, and I'll throw this in here, is Arsenal. And I think uh, it's important to speak about them. They had a bit of a, a blip last last time out, uh, but that's how you bounce back. You you show that you've got the character to stand up. Yeah, they were playing bottom of the t- table, Nottingham Forest, but if you meet a team at the bottom of the table brutalize them yeah exactly that's exactly what they did and they didn't do it by just scoring goals they did it with playing good football yep. as well you know you can actually see that you know what this is a team that can do something you know for me they are there they might not be the the outright favorites to win the championship but they are capable they're putting their hand they are, they are, yeah they're putting their hand up to win this championship and they are playing entertaining football mm-hmm. as well i was also happy for us when boy yeah he came on and contributed two goals yeah. and that was actually fantastic and the, the faith that that he, that uh, that uh, the coach him. has got in him he is somebody who, has, who was almost forgotten yeah and he went out alone that, yeah, to, to yeah, the netherlands you would think he was gone but he is back now i i, I like the way uh Teta does his things at arsenal mm. you, you <laughs> know the, the the other thing also i i think people are going to start giving uh, people are, seem reluctant to give arsenal credit yeah yeah uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and people are now saying oh this is a nottingham forest that's a bottom of the, but that's the same nottingham forest that beat liverpool, beat liverpool. Exactly. Uh, so it's not a bad nottingham forest <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so let's give credit to Arsenal when they do well. Yeah. They were able to put five past this Forest side, yeah, exactly. a, a side that beat Liverpool. So yeah. uh, Ateta is doing a phenomenal job uh, at Arsenal and I think people have got to start taking Arsenal very seriously because they're picking up those three points and that's all they need to do. That's all they need to do. Just rack up the three points and see where they are at the end of the season. They're on 31 points on top of the table now. Uh, two points ahead of Manchester City who are in second and then Tottenham Hotspur is in third Newcastle United is Newcastle. in fourth Newcastle United the Magpies the Magpies with all the money they have Eddie Howe doing a fantastic job uh, with the team that he has and then Manchester United is in fifth with Chelsea in uh, sixth uh, Fulham is there or thereabouts they're also playing some pretty good uh, football next up let's go to Spain the league that makes football all so beautiful where artistry and strokes of genius are the order of any day. Where the game is played with a smile and Luis Suarez adds some bite. Suarez! Oh, superb! Two goals in barely a minute! All the news 
from the Spanish La Liga on ZFM Sport. Your Liga weekend results look like this. Real Mallorca, one all draw with Espanyol. Almeria, 3-1 winners over Salta Vigo. Uh, Cadiz, 3-2 uh, winners over Atletico Madrid, while Rayo Vallecano, 1-1-0 at Sevilla. Uh, Osasuna, 2-0 winners over Real Valladolid, while at the Athletic Club uh, beat Villarreal, 1-0. Real Betis, 2-0 winners over Real Sociedad. And then Barcelona with a last gasp winner, 1-0 winners over Valencia. But Carlo Ancelotti says an invented penalty cost Real Madrid all three points in a one-all draw with Girona last night. Let's hear from football pundit Janusz Michalik. Michalik. You can't react any differently when that ball comes in. And had it hit his arm, I'd still say... You can't react any differently when that ball comes in. And had it hit his arm, I'd still say, well, what's he supposed to do? I mean, yeah, it's a natural de- natural decision to be afraid of that. But okay, I would say, you know, there's got to be a handball. So I think it was a bad decision. Uh, I don't think this was, this was a penalty. For me, the way I look at it is it's, it's such a crucial call. And it shouldn't matter if it's a big team or a small team because everybody brings the situation that sometimes smaller teams get. No. It's a crucial decision and you better get it right. If you're not sure, then, you know, go with what's logical. And to me, logic said that this wasn't a penalty. Z. <laughs> and so, Ove, we're discussing the penalty <laughs> and yeah. Boru. Right, guys. So, in your view, you're a Madrid fan. Yeah. Um, with your head, penalty or not? No, it wasn't a penalty. Ghost penalty. Yeah. Mike, there's got to be some cleaning up that uh, IFAB has got to do. Yeah, on the and what is it? That, what is it? That, Especially that, in the VAR era. Yeah, I think that's the biggest problem. It's not actually VAR. You know, people blame VAR. VAR is just a system that's been put yeah, in place. Implement yeah. uh, and and VAR as a system is actually excellent yes. as a system. Yeah, as a system. It's the human error. Uh, and of course the grey margins when it comes to VAR where for, for example where they say you know what uh, clear and obvious mm. because I think that phrase is, is one that has also brought about a lot of confusion as far as VAR is concerned mm-hmm. I think a system like VAR when you're using technology technology should never have grey areas it should yeah. it, it should either be this or that it's, that like, the, it's like the and offside so, rule yeah, it, you're either offside you're or, either you're, not. or, or you're, you're not you're exactly. offside by, by it's, a it's not, fragment of your, not of your jersey it's, 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 it's not open to interpretation so the Handball is a bit confusing because it now comes down to language and yes. interpretation. They talk about, you know what, the silhouette of your of your body. Yeah. They talk about, you know, unnatural and natural yeah, hand positions. They talk about distance from the ball. Yeah. They talk about reaction time. Reaction time All yeah. those things are subjective. Yeah. I'll give Michael Oliver, for example. Mm-hmm. I think in two weeks, separated uh, just by two weeks, he refereed two matches in which in one game he didn't give a penalty. Yeah. Uh, and then in two weeks later gave a penalty for exactly, exactly the, the same, same situation yes, yeah. exactly the same situation yeah. the first game it was said that oh, the defender couldn't react mm, yes. uh, couldn't take his hand off yes. even Reaction though it was time, in a yeah. natural position yeah. and then in second he gives the penalty why are you giving the penalty so it's that subjectivity for me that makes the handball rule very confusing to referees and to fans yeah. alike yeah. just make it clear cut so for me guys I think that IFAB the, the rule makers of, of the game need to now make rules according to the available technology and less so on the history of the game because mm. I think they're using too many legacy decisions they 
need yeah. to make it so that it's easy through technology to define what is and what isn't. And then I think the things will be a lot clearer. However, that draw resulting in Real Madrid going back to the top of the table with 32 points, one point ahead of Barcelona now. Uh, Atletico Madrid is in third that, on 23 That, that El Clasico loss doesn't look too bad after all now. It doesn't mm, at you know? all. It's mm. a long season and there's only 12 they, games. They, they, they just play. have to hang in there, Barcelona. Yeah. Uh, they're up against a very good Real Madrid. And it's very obvious that, you know what, any side that finishes against Real Madrid is going to be champions. Yes. Uh, because those two teams, I think there's a golfing class between them and the rest of the league. Yeah. Uh, and so they just have to carry on just, you know, you just... Yeah, beat the other teams. Yeah, yes. beat the other teams. And, yeah. and that golfing class is seen between the difference between second in, uh, in Barcelona and then third, Atletico Madrid. There is eight points between the two. So that shows you that uh, Atletico is currently the best of the rest. Real Betis is currently in fourth position. There is action today. Alche takes on Getafe. Let's go to Italy now. Napoli, uh, 4-0 winners over Sassuolo. <laughs> Napoli is is on something. Juventus, 1-0 winners over Lecce. Atalanta, 2-0 winners over Empoli. Cremonense and Udinese played out nil all draw. Spezia uh, beaten by Fiorentina, 2-1. And then Lazio beaten by Salernitana in a surprise result, uh, 3-1 in the Eternal City. Uh, Inter Milan, 3-0 winners over Sampdoria. But AC Milan head coach Stefano Pioli, he admitted to being disappointed with his side's performance as their unbeaten away league run ended against Torino in a 2-1 defeat. The results were decided in the penalty box and our opponents were better than us in the sense that we had the chances to score but we lacked the accuracy and quality to win the game. Conceding two quick goals made life difficult for us. After that, we looked hungry but then the game became messy with lots of breaks in play. We gave it our all but it just wasn't our night. Z. Uh, Mike, would you say that Torino managed this game uh, uh, well in the sense that they didn't let AC Milan get sort of ahead of steam? Yeah, I was very surprised uh, with this. Uh, I didn't expect this. Uh, this is a Torino side that's a uh, bang average. The bang honest. average. Uh, yeah, very, uh, they've, they've lost their their best players. Uh, Belotti went to Roma, mm. uh, and then they lost, of course, their centre back uh, who, who uh, crossed town to go to Juventus. So uh, this is a side that I fully expected AC Milan to beat, mm. uh, and I think we'll have to take a look maybe in the sort of like last couple of matches before. For the World Cup break, whether this is just a blip uh, or the start of a worrying trend, yeah. I, I suspect it's a blip. Uh, you will have days like this. You will have games mm-hmm. like this. Mm-hmm. You know where you lose a match, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, we can't read too much into into this game yeah. uh, because games like this they invariably happen. You know, your yeah. Man City will lose a game. Yeah. Uh, Real Madrid has just dropped points against yeah. Girona. Uh, it happens. It happens in a league in a league campaign. But what they will have to guard against is letting it become a trend, eh, Alois? Because mm-hmm. when you've got a runaway train like Napoli. You want to stay within touching distance, and you let them go, they're gone. Yeah, yeah, they, they need to keep up uh, the pace because Napoli are not stopping. So they need to actually arrest the the slide. If it's a, if it's a blip, let be, let let it be so. But if it carries on, they lose another game, two games, then uh, Napoli Napoli are gone. He's <laughs> gone with the tonight's matches. Elas Verona uh, takes on Roma, while Monza takes on uh, Bologna. In Germany, key results from the weekend: RB Leipzig two no winners over Bayer Leverkusen. Eintracht Frankfurt. Beaten at home by Borussia Dortmund 2-1. Uh, Union Berlin 
2-1 winners over Borussia Mönchengladbach and Bayern Munich they demolished visitors mind 6-2 on Saturday with Sadio Mane scoring once and setting up two more goals as the Bavarians took over the lead in uh, the Bundesliga for 24 hours and of course Union Berlin winning their game and uh, reassuming uh, their reign at the top of the Bundesliga Momentum Momentum they've got positive momentum and so they're sitting on top of the league with 26 points Bayern Munich one point behind them on 25 points Freiburg is in third shucks the German ambassador must be absolutely happy Borussia mm. Dortmund is in fourth on 22 points that's all we have time for we're back tomorrow for Top Hit Tuesday don't miss it may God richly bless you that's my story and I'm sticking to it and Andy out and it's Messi it is the cleanest the clean finishes from the best on the planet the biggest sports stories Chelsea the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021 the biggest interviews that uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behavior and all the analysis right here he's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world in front of any player in the world and take them on every weekday it's my sport it's your sport it's zfm sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station.